This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. Tons of questions about social media and dating. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep spreading the word. Keep pushing it to friends, coworkers, brothers, sisters, mamas, papas, cousins. Even that person that you don't like very much. They need to listen to shit too. Go on Gchat. Pause it right now. Tell one friend. Hey, Papa JT, you got to hear this dude. He talks about feathering his nuts. Yeah, it feathers my nuts. Every time you guys send me a Snapchat of you listening to the podcast with a group of people, it's like you took it out of the closet, grazed me all over my body in a big feather fest, and then went down to the nuts and finished me off. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep pushing it out. I'm very excited about today's guest. Um, She's known all over the world as Girl With No Job. Claudia, thank you for coming on. So much. You just scared the crap out of me. That, that was the whole. That, I like to wake people up. No, that was nuts. There's a little nutty. You're a nut job. I'm a nut job. That's but that's like a, a cool one. In a good way. Yeah. And we we got connected through the Betches, who the I love. Loveliest girls. The best. The best. And I followed you for a long time, just seeing. Explain to the people who might not know what you are. Girl with no job. What? How did that all get started? Um, it got started in just like the usual way. Like I started a blog because I thought that I was Perez Hilton and that people were going to read about, you know, the trials and tribulations of being Claudia. And to be honest. How old were you when you started? At 18. So at 18, you're like, I got some tries and trips. I, I had major tries and trips. Major tries. I had, I had more tries and trips as an 18 year old than I do now as a 22 year old. What were your problems at 18? Like were people connecting with you on these no, problems? See, this is the thing. It was more of like an online diary that I used as a blog. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know. It wasn't super popular. Okay. But I took to, I, it was called girl with a job. When I got my first job, I basically talked shit about everyone. Okay. This makes sense. Uh, yeah. And then when I changed it to girl with no job after, you know, getting fired, which I really don't want to go into. I won't, I won't, I won't put you through that. That kind of resonated more with my generation. I got you. you know? Well, you know, this is a post, you know, post college, post, you know, post 2007 world where, you know, jobs aren't guaranteed out of college. You know, you don't know what you're going to do. You graduate and you're like, wait a minute, what's a bill? No, literally. <laughs> what is a W-2? What is a W-2? And I still don't know. What the hell is a 1099? What are we doing? Why wasn't there a 1099 class? And it's like, I could literally tell you about the stages of a mitochondria cell. Actually, I probably couldn't, but for the joke. I'll I'd love the mitochondria cell no, stages right now. 
platosis, you yeah. know, all those things. But I truly like, I'm. That is I'm, one of those weird things. That, and there's a line of demarcation between the person who gets out of college and is like, this is what happens. And this is a very like, I, I'm sure you can understand. There's always the chick at brunch that's like, this is stupid. And I feel like people do that with like the adult shit we don't know. So then we all feel embarrassed to bring it up. Like, I never opened mail in college. No, totally. Like, I'm very embarrassed to admit that like, what what is health insurance? And like, when you go to the doctor, how we, do you we, pay for it? We shouldn't be embarrassed of that. Like, that's it. Like, it's an insane thing to be embarrassed for because like, when do you learn that? Why wasn't there that class? Right. Like there should, I could truly live without algebra. I can confidently say I've never used anything I learned in a math class. Yes. But I could use a class called like adulting where they teach you how to like pay your bills online, totally. write checks. Yeah. And every test you take, you fail no matter what. Of course. Because that's life. That's, that's adulting. That's adulting yes. right there. And I do, I remember that whole idea because there will be somebody that's listening being like, opening mail, you fucking idiots. And it's like, listen, yeah, shut the fuck up because you're ruining all of our lives. No, it's so hard. <laughs> and like, it's like, because we're now afraid to ask. Yes. And you know what? I'm not even afraid to ask. Like, I'm technically a freelancer. Okay. So I have to file taxes. Like, it's even harder for me to file taxes than like a normal person. Uh, let's all take a moment of silence for Claudia and her taxes. No, it's really, it's really sad. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I mean, I'm a, I, I work for myself as yeah. a comic. So I get, I, you know, I do a bunch of clubs all over the country and it's like, you, you get 1099s from every club. Right. Like, you don't get and taxes. Now is taken out like a normal person. Yeah, now I'm a secretary. Now I got to file yep. shit. Oh, totally. Who the taught file. me how to file? I have so much paperwork that like I'm afraid to throw out. Like what if someone's going through the garbage, you know? Yeah, and that that means you're a Jew. Neurotic about no. going, people going through when your garbage. You're like, when you're as famous as me, you like can't throw away paperwork. You, you know? can't? No. Have you had things that's come back the, to get you from your that's garbage? That's one of the things when I go to my famous people. How meetings. famous are you? Let's talk no, about I'm that. I'm actually really not. I well, you're I'm, you're I'm, of fame. I think that I'm so famous, but like yeah. a part of me knows that I'm not. You know. What What's the most famous thing that's ever happened to you? Well, because like, the Instagram account, you got a lot of followers. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, and that's kind of the world we live in. Like that. Uh, like that, you, that's a thing. You know, you get, now you get to talk with Fit T. Yeah. You well, know? actually, I'm a little bit above 15. Oh, really? I have to say, yeah. Let's see. I, I can honestly say. What's the number that gets you above 15? N- nobody. Kim Kardashian has 98 million followers, and she's still She's still 15. It's just a brand association thing, and I don't really feel like, and you know what? It wouldn't make it sense necessarily for Fit T to sponsor me because I'm not fit. But you're also, but like, there's a million people on there just doing everything. There's that's yeah. who's giving the money away. No, I feel like I am like super high class when it comes to brands. So what brands do you work with? Um, I work with McDonald's, Burger King, Smirnoff, Mc- really? Morgan, oh, Smirnoff. Yeah, love Smirnoff. Smirnoff or Smirnoff? I see Smirnoff. Is Are that they, wrong? Did they class you up on what to call it? Is that is that wrong? I don't know. I've never heard anyone called Smirnoff. Smirnoff, Smirnoff, Smirnoff. I don't know. Smirnoff. My dad used to sell. My dad used to sell liquor. Oh, and so we would we would have, but I don't know. I'm I'm saying, I have, but we used to have Smirnoff <laughs> nips. We'd have the oh, like in high school, we'd right. steal all the nips. Do you guys call them nips? No, I don't know. What those that are is. like I'm the pretending. little airplane vodkas. Oh yeah, airplane vodkas. And we'd we'd steal all those. So like basically grew up on Smirnoff, just but like in a like a, a pocket size. Yeah, yeah, pocket you know? sized. You do say Smirnoff. I do. Well, this is how I say it. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I mean, the, you have 2.7 million followers. What what are the DMs like? The DMs are a mixed bag. Okay. It's a lot of, um, you're so dumb. Like, why the fuck? You, why are you alive? Haters. Kill yourself. And really? Like, Thanks. Yeah. How do you, I mean, you seem pretty positive about that, which is a nice thing to see because I, you shouldn't think that you're, you can't be dumb. No. <laughs> you know? I, a lot of people think I'm dumb. Do I look like I care? 
<laughs> the way that I like, I'm honored to have people who dislike me because that means there are people who like me. Yeah, that's true. So you can't Ying have one without the other. So I'm blessed. I love now, my haters. <laughs> love you guys. That's that. You know what makes your haters even more hate? When you, love them. when you say I'm blessed yeah. and I love you. No, I'm no not famous person doesn't have haters. So I'm a Kardashian now. We all have haters. I was gonna say you're the Kardashian of the internet, yeah. and I was gonna. I'm sorry for not bringing it up sooner. It's okay. You're right. I'll, I'll get past it. Now hold on. There's a whole thing. I have so many questions because I followed you for yeah. a long time boy with no job fiance your fiance mm -hmm. what uh how did you meet is he was you did you did he was he a fan that right. started an account that no, all that of a sudden would be weird. That okay yeah but weird. i mean he's boy with no job you yeah. have to like buy those urls now yeah so we've been together for a really long time and actually our relationship predates girl with no job um so you were high school sweethearts college but you said girl oh girl with no job was I after started. girl with job yeah Okay, so you met in college. And he kind of, like, helped me, like, you know, think about Girl With No Job in a new way, like, getting, you know, focusing on social. Uh -huh. And when it really started to take off, I was obsessed with, like, celebrities that follow me because that's, like, the coolest part about what I do is okay. that Harry Styles follows me on Instagram. Um, yeah, whatever. Harry Styles. Not a big deal, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I would be, like, just spending all my time, like, combing through my Wait, followers. hold on. I'm still trying to get over that Harry Styles No, I know. I can't get over it either. fucking big deal for No, me it's now. a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm in the room with someone followed by Harry Styles. Hold I'm in the room with someone who was followed by Harry Styles. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Both of us. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, he would just get, like, really pissed off because, like, we were in this blossoming relationship, like, falling in love, and I couldn't get off my phone. So I think it used to bother me a while back that like a majority of my followers were female. Now I know that's a way better audience to have, but it used to bother me. So I'm like, why would it bother you? Well, because I wanted world domination. I couldn't do that with just yeah. women. I mean, don't you think we live in that kind of society now where everything is niched out yeah. and like you have to find your audience and let them carry you up yes, to domination? But keep in mind, this was so long ago. I was 19. I knew nothing. Yeah. I'm just like, I want more followers. Okay. Well, that's fine too. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, how could I get men? Boy with no job. Guy with no job. Boy with no ah, job. Ah, this is a branding decision. Yes. And I was like, who? Who's like a cool, funny guy that I can, you know, pawn this off on? Sure. And I was like, Ben, just hold on to it until I find someone better. Um, and you and couldn't he, find anyone better. You no, know, I just forgot. And he like ran with it and created this like really weird, quirky, like personality. Yeah. And funny enough, he still has like a 70% female demographic. Of course. But now it's even better that way. See, this is great. And now you have sisters. Mm -hmm. You have a whole like, there's a whole Motley tribe crew. of you. Yep. And they all have accounts. Yep. And is this off of, were you the original? No, actually, my sister Jackie, um, back in the day, was like a real Twitter influencer. Jackie O Problems. Jackie O Problems. Yeah. Red hair. She was um, on Twitter, and she was like really big on Twitter. Hmm. And now she's moved over to Instagram, and we just kind of, it's like a family So now business. it all feeds each other. Yeah. This is very interesting to me, because this is like the new age of what's going on. It's the family business. It's the family businesses mm -hmm. putting out. You know, memes of when you're drunk and bending, bonding with the Uber driver. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. Are you making these yourself? How do you feel about like, you know, yeah. where yeah. are you finding these things? No, I know. There's there's a lot of like stuff to say about that. Well, I as a comedian, because I, sure. I, 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 I remember I did. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you. Sorry, this is I, I did a show for uh, the fat Jew stuff hadn't come out yet. Okay. Like it was like comics would talk about it. But like there is no. um there seems to be very little uh, empathy for the people it's taken from. I disagree. Um, but I speak from only my perspective. I okay. can't speak on behalf of anyone else. And I think that... Because it feels like the, they'll say, well, that's the internet. Who cares? Well, they I have don't the, say that. And okay, people who yeah, say yeah. that are wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. But I'm saying that seems to be the general Consensus. feedback to right. them. Well, what else can you say when you're an asshole and you're purposely not giving comedians credit? Yeah. That's all you can say. Um, but from my perspective, it's like, 
I would say about now, maybe 40 to 50% of my content's original, which uh-huh. is obviously the goal is 100, so I don't have to deal with this shit. Of course. Um, but things go viral, and you want to you get in on it, and you uh-huh. want to capitalize uh-huh. on it. Um, so general rule of thumb is don't be a, an ass. Yeah. It's really not that hard to find credit for something. Sometimes it really is hard. You know, someone will come, come with you from something, a tweet, and you have no way of knowing that this tweet really started as a Tumblr post six years ago. Like, and really, someone took it, you know, how many times down the line right. it's been taken. And yeah, it looks I understand original, that. Like, and so... As long as you do your due diligence, nine times out of ten, you'll find the right source. Of course. But there's always that one time that it doesn't happen that way, and then someone blows it up on Twitter, and like you're the asshole, and you just have to live with that. And you have to live with that, or just be cool with it and say, yeah, we'll put it up with your name. Right, and there are people, obviously not going to name names, who like intentionally put things up without credit, or a comedian will contact them and be like, hey, this is my joke, here's the proof of it, and they will do nothing about it. Yeah, and that's that's frustrating. It's frustrating because, you know, like, you know, that's kind of the way of the world that it works now. Totally. Like, it's like, oh, I want to have a social media following mm-hmm. so that they come to shows and yep. I can pay my bills. Yep. But I remember I did a show for Fuck Jerry. I did a show for that guy. And I remember meeting them and I was like, this is, I got like a weirdness from them. Right. And I was like, okay, I get, I, I, I was like, you know, I was, they do funny stuff mm-hmm. and I had heard, but I knew that like, this was before the Fat Juice stuff came out right. and it was like, it wasn't really being talked about. And we went and did a show at their WeWork location. Okay. We work for those at home. It's basically just a place for offices. Right. And it's everyone like can have... You rent out a, offices. Yeah, it's office space. you can't space. afford a real one. Yeah, and it's like you can't have a building, so everyone gets together and shares the office space. And they have like cafes. And cafes. And every time you go to a WeWork, they're like, do you want a beer? And you're like, it's 10 a.m. <laughs> no, Relax. every time you go to a WeWork, the air conditioning is not on. Not on. It's so annoying. Oh, I, I notice that every time they're like... They're like looking at, like they want to show you how cool they are. They're like, we have beer. I get it. We have, I get it. You guys have beer. Can I have a coffee? It's 9am and I just woke up and I need to get my shit together. Yeah. And, um, I went so that the WeWork location, they had, they invited the whole group Mm -hmm. to come down for the show. And I met the fuck Jerry guys. And I was like, and I was open because I like the Betches. I'm, I'm friends with them. They're great. And I was like, Hey, like I would love another place to get my comedy out there. And I said to them before the show, I was like, yeah, if you guys ever like if I could send you some stuff that you guys want to post because they need mm-hmm. content. For sure. So that's that's the whole game of this is yep. that how many times a day can I post out stuff to get more people to interact with yep. that stuff? So I was like, hey, I'd be willing to like send you over some tweets or whatever. Like I would love to. I think we are on the same type of wavelength. And they were like, yeah, I mean, we'll send them over. And, you know, if we like their like attitude was like very much like. Yeah, if we like it, you know, like I was like, well, what are you talking about? Like, I'm a comic. Like, right. it's going to be good. <laughs> like, if it's good, I'm like, I'm not going to like send you shit. Like, totally. it's, it's going to be my best stuff, which I could like I've gotten the response already on my terms. Mm-hmm. I just want that response times a million. Of course. So I remember their attitude was weird about that. And, and then I, did they ever. So I go on stage and I remember the, the host had a tough time at this show and it was the fuck Jerry show. Right. And then I went up and it was like very weird in the room because it wasn't their fans. It was just the WeWork people. And we, and I was like, and midway through, I was like, man, I'm really happy this is going mediocre because then, you know, fuck Jerry would take all my lines. <laughs> and it went like literally got oh awkward. God. They were like, oh, like it, like it turned into like a right. shit. And then like, and I go... And they, they were like, it's two guys, right? And they were like, move on. They kept yelling, move on. And I go, move on. <laughs> I'm not going to move on. I go, you're making money off of backs of people like me. Why are we not talking about this? And it got right. so fucking awkward. And then oh, I just God. went back into my act. And I just remember that moment of like, move on. Right. And it's just like, 
move on. What the fuck? You know, like totally. that we're all just expected to move on while you're getting, you know, sponsorship deals. Totally. So it, I don't know. It's just funny. And it's tough to deal with. I do understand where you're like, listen, we're trying. No, I mean, you have to be understanding of both sides. I'm not going to sit here and say every picture I've ever credited was properly credited, like to the right person. But no, who could you? I had one that was like the key to, I remember the, the line I wrote, the key to eat, stop, the key to not eating late at night is to die at 1130. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was, and Bet just put it up. And then all of a sudden people were sending it to me. At like uh, like all these fitness accounts, yep. and, and it gets taken. Not only they take your watermark out from your yes. Twitter, they make it pink and add different fonts, and but then it's like, oh wow, someone really created this entirely different. New that's photo. the point where I'm like, this is theft yeah. because you're literally rewriting. No, but then there's an even like an even crazier layer that people on social media do is that they'll put their own watermark on something else that they didn't create. That and it's cr- and nobody has empathy. And it, but I'm saying like when you fight that, you only look like a crying baby. No, of course not. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like now, original content I put out, I don't watermark. Yeah, and it gets taken and it gets put in, and I don't do anything about it because that's the way I feel like. You know, maybe I haven't done the right by someone else. This is my. But it's also exhausting. Like, how many how things can you chase down? down? And is it but really going to make that big of a difference? No. No. And that is the kind of where I've gotten. I'm like, if I see it, I'm like, hey, this is something. But I don't even like. What am I going to do? No. You know. Uh, I'm super pumped to have you there. This is uh, uh, at Girl with No Job on right. everything. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Branding. Branding. Um, and the morning breath. Yes. Every day on Facebook Live. And Instagram. Yeah, they wouldn't like let me audition for The View, so I just decided to create my own. So view. you're doing your own. What is the morning breath for it's people at home? morning show, but it's really 1030 because I really can't wake up okay. early. Uh, with me and my sister, Jackie O. It's on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, from like a business perspective, we're just focused on creating brands solely that exist on social. Mm. Um, and then from like a just a fun perspective, it's a cool place for like, it's really our viewership is mostly gays and women. Okay. We talk about housewives, Bravo, Bachelor, I love The Bachelor. I love The Bachelor. I live tweet The Bachelor. I live everything The Bachelor. Live everything. What do you think of Rachel? Oh, she's fucking phenomenal. This is the problem, though. It's a, I didn't think much of her on Nick's season, and I understand why they chose her as the bachelorette, and I didn't yeah. really get it at first. But I'm friendly with a lot of girls that she's friends with, and they were like, trust me, she's amazing. And she's don't not you think disappointed. She, but don't you think this is she's too good no I think it's amazing she I love a bachelorette that's like cutthroat like she has sent she has six guys left in the season literally just started yeah I, I, I enjoy that that's kind of like the stuff that Ben started where he was just like cutting Caitlin, people actually, out Caitlin, Caitlin started yeah. that she would be in the middle of a date and just be like you know what I'm not feeling it you should go home I just don't like the thought that she I, I like a little craziness to my reality TV yes but she, Rachel is so stable and so smart and these guys are idiots like yeah. half of them are brain dead um, that it makes up for it that makes up for it. I don't know. I to me, I th- wish I had cared more about her going into the season. Yes. JoJo, I like cared about. Me too. And then was disappointed because she turned out to be like one of the worst bachelorettes of all time. Why did you not like she her? She let. A- I mean, I was so team JoJo. I thought she was gonna win Ben's season, and then yeah. when she didn't win, I'm like, okay, this sucks. But great, she's gonna. Yeah, we get more JoJo. Um, she's beautiful. Like mm, the stylist. Sweaters. I follow the ABC stylist. He like loved her. Yeah. She had great wardrobe and she just disappointed. You can always tell like ABC has a strong hand in everything. And of you course. can tell when the bachelorette is resistant. Like Caitlyn did whatever she wanted. She didn't let any producer tell her anything. And I don't know. Jojo just did whatever they wanted her to do. There were no surprises. She fake cried every episode with that article about her ex-boyfriend. Like, I don't know. I was just not, su- not surprised by her at all. You weren't. I'm okay. surprised by Rachel. What are you, what surprises you about Rachel? She's hilarious. Okay. Um, and I think the lack of diversity on ABC has been so, like, it's just so obvious that now this is, like, the most diverse group of guys ever in terms of, like, yes, some of them are black, some of them are Asian. Yeah. But, like, a lot of them are, like, funny and different. Like, mm. we, 
JoJo season, we had Robbie, Chase, Luke. They, they look, look like the one guy. One yeah. guy. They yeah. call themselves the Rose Garden. They look, look like one guy. Yeah, they did. These guys are just so funny and dynamic and have great personalities. Usually I like The Bachelor way better because the girl drama yeah. is amazing. But I'm really enjoying the boy drama. The Kenny, Kenny's great. I mean, he Was acts great. like a wrestler. Yes. At every turn. Yeah. Which is like fantastic. Yes, he bothers me because he, he's in my top four bracket and okay. now that's ruined. Um, and also, I always find it bizarre when he he's just talks about his, his little girl and she's 15. Yeah. It, 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 well, it's it's like a ploy. Yeah. You know, and like him it, hysterically crying last night and episode. And she, she also looked like out of central casting, like the cutest yeah, girl, girl with a broken home ever. <laughs> you know, it's like played into it. But let's get to the emails. I'm really pumped to have you here. Okay. At Girl With No Job, Morning Breath. She's got the show every day, 1030, Facebook and Instagram. Dating at JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Send in anything. J- dating app to social media etiquette. Okay. Okay. What's the question? Now, you haven't been in the app game. No. Well, I'm always upset because I met Ben when I was 18. Like, mm. Tinder had just... I've never gotten to be a part of it. And anytime someone I know is single, I always recommend that they go in the apps. And I always offer to, like, be their assistant. I'm like, okay. I will take care. I will vet these guys. If they're legit, I will set up a time. I'll tell you where to be. Nobody ever lets me do it. Ever. <laughs> I want to be, like, the administrative JJ assistant. Yeah, this is what relationship people do to people. Yeah. Yeah, oh, because yeah, they want to... So I want to play with it. What? You're playing with, with lives. Life. Yeah. You know? You're playing with hearts and emotions here. Totally. I had a... Th- did I tell this story? I had a girl I matched with and then I messaged her and we had mutual friends. So I went to the mutual friend. And I was like, hey, uh, what's the deal with her? And he goes, <laughs> a day later, he goes, back, he goes, yeah, her friend was playing with the app and that's why you matched. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to hear that. You're, you've ruined you've ruined my day. All right. I guess hearing the other side, I could see how that would be yeah. annoying. Papa JT, quick question. What's the move for if a girl posts their Instagram or Snapchat in their Tinder or Bumble profile? Can you add them before you match? Do you wait until you match? Do you work it into conversation first? Oh my God. It seems like you'd get more reps if you'd added them first and they wouldn't post them if they didn't want people adding them. But that could also come off as too much too soon. I think you might have done similar questions in the past, but I could use the advice. Thanks. Okay, what do you definitely think? don't add them before you match because they'll have no clue who you are and then automatically think you're a weirdo. But why do they put it there in the beginning? Well, someone would put their Instagram there because I'll... And anyone that I go to meet with, like I looked you up on Instagram, like yeah, I look course. up everyone, just make sure they're not a serial killer. Sure. So it's helpful to have someone's Instagram. Her putting up her Snapchat is bizarre, and Snapchat is a morphed world. Like the way that I look in Snapchat, I should be signed with IMG models. Mm-hmm. It's not real. Yes. Um. So she probably just wants you to see how cute she looks with like a dog filter. I wouldn't trust anything I see on Snapchat. I I also think what you're saying is right. It's it's there for you to go. Here's where I am. Here's more pictures so you, that you know that there's a human behind this. Right. And then you can see like other, like maybe one of your friends follow her on Instagram that yeah. for sure you're 100% not going on a date with a murderer. Like I've done work with Hinge recently and, you know, just that full disclosure did work with them. So, but they can, you can put your Instagram at the bottom. And I, and oh. the way I kind of looked at it was here's the dating self I'm putting up here in the profile. Right. The Instagram profile is. To check out if I'm being honest in this dating yeah, profile. It, it validates what you're putting out there. That's it. It's not for you to follow. No. If you put your Instagram, though, in your in your profile, you should have it be open. Don't make it private. Totally, because that doesn't help anyone. Nothing. And so it's like, why are you doing... At that point, I'm thinking, you do want followers. And now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like a really great way to grow your personal brand is just to like, put up a sexy pic on, tw- on t- yeah. Tinder and just like have everyone follow you on Instagram. That's a great way to get followers. Well, this is, this is another thing that girls... Uh, this is what I don't trust. If I yeah. go there... And I see that it's private, but she has 4,000 followers. I'm like, 
yeah, chick is looking to grow, right. get to 50 level. No, but I completely agree. Having your profile on private is not fair. It's not fair. And really, if you're going to have your profile on there for the guy or girl, mm-hmm. have it be open so that they can stalk yeah. and give them the, you know, the normal amount of being creepy. Yeah. And then, and, and I'm saying if you match, I would even not, it should be open. D- don't totally. follow. Just Until, have like, it there. Second or third date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for that stuff. Let that come. You should live in dating, I think, in the let's let each other reveal our creepiness over time. I agree. I mean, wait it out. Whenever I meet someone, I just like I lay it all on. Like I tell them about my deepest, darkest secrets, Mm. like everything I'm afraid of, my biggest fear. Yeah, you don't seem that open. No, I'm super open. (laughs) So I can't personally relate to this conversation. So I'll wait for the next email. But I do think for him, you got to hold off. Yeah. Don't following is basically saying, please, please, please get back to me. Yeah, also, like, be cool. Come be on. cool. So that, you know, if I was out, if, if you're out in the street with her and you went on a first date and you just said, hey, let's take a picture together, she'd be like, what's oh wrong God. with you? That is so bizarre. It'd be bizarre, but that's kind of what you're saying. It's like, let me see all your pictures. Right. And it's like, let, you want to see her pictures while she's in the bathroom. And it's just more more fun. Like, you match with someone you kind of like, and then it's like a mystery to find their let, Instagram. Let there be mystery. And I know what he's saying. He's like, well, it's there. Right. They must want it. No, they want you to be sure that you want to go on the date with them. They don't want you to follow them and be a fan. No. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. So this is kind of on the same subject. Okay. And I'm trusting you with social media type questions. Right. I give a lot of dating advice where I feel like I'm, it's unsolicited because I've literally had one boyfriend and been on one date. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm really smart. So give me more. But I think for the, the purposes of social media, who yes. knows it better than you? Yeah, the actual dating part I can't really help out with. Did you guys ever go on dates? Well, we went on one date. One single date. It was amazing. We went to Penny Farthing. <laughs> Great bar. If you're not sure what that place is, like just imagine Penny Farthing. <laughs> No, that is. It is. I've been there many a time. I make Ben go back there like literally three times a year and just like recreate the date. Like my buddy's a uh, guy who's been on this podcast, one of the owners of Hair of the Dog. Mm-hmm. Penny Farthing, Hair of the Dog aren't far away from each other. In it's terms a, of like aesthetic. Aesthetic and like there's a party going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's some dancing, grinding. I was actually 18 and I was so nervous I wasn't going to get into the bar. Like these are things you think about when you're of 18. Of course. And like I wasn't even nervous for the date till the second we got through the door my heart was pounding out of my chest I had like some New Jersey like 27 year old license but this is like the fun of going out with a fake it's ID a like, yeah, it's a thrill and but then, like just how awkward like dates are so awkward already like the logistics are even more awkward oh of course that like if that were to have happened we probably wouldn't be getting married but also the excitement of it you that's went true. through that together that's true. well he didn't know like that I was internally suffering. He was 21 already. Oh, 18 to 21. Yeah. Oh, so he's older. Yes, he's a few years older. How does that work out? Uh, I mean, I think that I'm older in every other regard. Age is just I think I think that's also true. Like, you know, I would say to every go, go older. Totally. Go older because guys are just not at the pace. No, and if Ben was, I mean, I'm 22 now. If Ben was 22, like he wouldn't be get ready to get married. No, so, and, and he's I'm ready, ready now. Yeah, and now he's 25 or 26, I forget. And he's of the age where like a guy could be coming And like down. some of his other friends are married, so he doesn't feel like weird being the first one. Yeah. You never want to be This guy writes, one. sliding into her DMs after a Tinder fizzle out. A Tinder what? Fizzle out. What is that? Hello, Papa JT, esteemed guest and Man Sam's replacement, whose name I haven't memorized yet, but will surely come to enjoy. Sorry, dude. <laughs> um, first off, let me get out the massive Empire State building size feather and say your pockets of the shit. Keep up the good work. Huge shout out to the Swamp Tigers for getting me hooked. R.I.P. Man Sam, please give him. It's a yeah, long fucking email. Listen, 
we're in we're into the thicket right now. Please get him back on the show as a guest sometime. Uh, now that the nut feathering is out of the way, I'm in a bit of a dilemma. I'm, I live in a large mid-Atlantic city. Consider myself a solid 778 post-grad. This is like we, really in-depth. I think I'm open with people. We have a rating system here, Claudia. <laughs> okay, girls or guys can use it. Face, body, personality. Okay. Seven, seven, eight. He's saying that oh, he's a face, seven body, face, seven body, eight personality. All right. So he's confident. Okay. So. That's pretty good. Over the past winter, I matched with a seven, eight question mark. He's uh, not sure of the personality. The third one is the most important. This is true. College student from a school in town, uh, in town on Tinder two times. This after several hard resets of the app. You know how it is. So we deleted the app, came back, <laughs> reset, and then the first two times we talked, but the conversation always seemed to fizzle out on her end. A few her hard resets later, I kept coming across her profile, but sadly there was no match to be had this time around. However, she had her Instagram linked, and I did request her on Instagram over oh spring gosh. and into summer. I promptly forgot about that and moved on. Now it's summer. I just turned 25, and 7, 8, question mark has back, come back to haunt me. I recently got a notification that she had accepted my follow on Instagram. Ooh. Oh, so this was... How many years ago? No, months. But I'm saying he's 25 now, so he was the first time that it was like a while ago. Well, if he's saying her question mark is a question mark because she d- lets the conversation fizz out on text, you cannot... I'm the worst texter. Like, well, I'm, hold I'm on. So My question is thus. She obviously had some initial interest or else she wouldn't have swiped me right those first two times. Wise Jewish sage, is there a move to slide into those DMs? Maybe some move to jog her memory, or does the passage of months between last contact make it a lost cause? Help me. What do you think? Do whatever you want. Do you whatever you want. Like, you have literally nothing to lose with this girl. You have yeah. n- no connection, no, no nothing. nothing. Great. If it works out, if not, you move on with your life. Send it. I would say a couple of things. I, I totally agree with that advice. Do whatever you want. As... For guys, do whatever you want and then realize you're an animal. No, oh my God, you're literally so wrong. Me? Guys can actually do whatever they want when it comes to like texting, messaging girls. Because like, oh, whatever, he's a guy, he doesn't get it. Girls like have to be so manicured. No, hold on. You're not, I, I hear you. They have to be so on point and be classy and also not, not classy at the same fast, time, not too fast. Too I get that. What I'm saying is realize that as a man, you can get carried away. So what he's saying, conversation fizzled. We matched again. No conversation. Now I followed her on Instagram. I'm going to send a DM. Don't send seven DMs that don't go get answered. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. So uh, guys can get carried away where they say, well, she accepted me, so why won't she answer me? And it's like, dude, come and then come back on this thing. Like, go whack off, come back and feel like a normal person, and then realize that she's not into it. But give your chance to be turned down. Yes, but I feel like it should be said that it is on the man – Mm. I know Bumble so great you man whatever I get that you know it's like they have their whole thing Bumble's the best thing for men ever for men yes but it's you know it's marketed for women yeah it's the best thing to ever happen to men yeah I know it's a it's a girl saying I like your face and then going umi umi yeah yeah so, so yeah it works out but it, it's still traditionally it's on the man to, te- to text first to call first to make the plans yeah. to, to DM but that's also hot to a woman yeah a guy who's it, taking initiative a guy who's making a sure. plan is yeah. a girl like desperately getting into your DMs hot not desperately but I, I'm not saying one or the other he it is his responsibility in yes. this situation completely I've had girls DM me before and I'm oh, like oh yeah sure you know it happened once <laughs> Once in my whole life, give me the one time. It was my mom, but she just wanted to say that she liked my story. Uh, (laughs) No, I've had girls DM me, and I would I uh, let's live in reality. Yeah, I'm not answering if I go and look at her profile and be like. 
not attractive. Fine. So I'm saying, like, you know, we want to say, oh, there's no perfect DM. There's no perfect. No. The, at the end of the day, do they want to fuck your face? You know what's, you <laughs> like, know what's so, perfect? Yeah. It's just like getting off your phone, leaving the house, and meeting someone in real life. It ma- makes all these things go away. I Don't say that. No, I'm serious. Don't say that. It Come does. on, girl with no job and 700 different Instagram accounts. Seriously? And, and a whole branding, and we do our <laughs> whole thing on social media. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that'd be nice. I feel like you but should don't be-, be the girl at brunch. It's like, go out in the real world. No, yeah, I am that girl. We're out in the real world. That's why we're on these apps because I'm we can't gonna, find anyone. We're too much I'm, of fucking pussies no, in the real world. Now people rely on it. Like people, like okay, let's say. Yeah, of course. Look up from your phone you if you're in a, a bar. Relationship. You get in a relationship. Yeah. And you break up, and then you know you have this grieving time, and then you decide you're gonna get back out sure. there. Sure. People get back out there by signing up for these apps again. No, get back out there by putting on lipstick and going out to a, a bar. I hear what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying because yes, go out there. Don't just sit in the house and swipe all day. Yeah. But getting on these apps for some people is a first step. For sure. For some people, it but is it's also them the last saying step a lot of the time. it's them it's them putting a toe in the water and saying, "Oh, there's other people out there that like my face that are swiping me right." Yeah, whatever. And, you know, if you break up with a guy, you might be as a, especially as a woman, if you break up with a guy and you're like, "No one thinks I'm good looking." Right. And it's like at least these give you a little bit of dopamine. But I'm I agree. Get Let's a little see. bit of both. 2017. Yes. Is 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 in a bar swiping on our phones, yes. which is crazy. I'm very new media. Like, I'm going to live stream my wedding. Mm. I'm going to live stream my birth. You're going to live stream gonna your wedding? Something. Like, I think that there's no such thing as overexposure. So w- there'll be girls watching at home your yeah. wedding. So, you, something like that. I you'll be doing the horror. Yep. No, no, no. Just a ceremony. Just a ceremony. Just a ceremony. Yeah. People want to see. But what I'm saying... Just a ceremony. They want the party. No, this is what I'm saying. Let me, let me finish <laughs> okay. my sentence. You, have, you do the same thing that I do. Like, I cut everything I, I'm listening. No, it's okay. I, I do it, too. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes. I'm very new media. Okay. Oh, now you're not talking. Yeah, okay. no, I'm, I'm letting you have I'm the floor. I'm very new media, and I just... I think that everything is great on social media, but the one thing that I think is better offline mm. or even should be reserved for completely offline is dating there's literally you're never going to meet someone better than like a friend setting you up with someone or like a blind date the setup's number one setup is number one that's the number one because and you need new friends if no well, one's here's you what's going on in the dating world I, I can i i've talked about this a little bit but the problem is and it's a guy issue girls do it too but i think it's a guy issue is that when we're given no uh, reason to not be an animal, mm-hmm. we will be an animal. Totally. So when someone sets you up, that you know, let's say a friend of my, a friend of yours, like let's say a friend of mine set me up with someone. Okay. I have to answer to that friend. Yeah. What the fuck did you do with that girl? Right. You ghosted? You just disappeared? I'd have to look that friend in the face and be like, Yeah, yes. I fucked her, and then just disappeared. Accountability. Accountability. With the internet, there's no accountability. You can meet someone from square, and and that can happen in a bar. But at least in a bar, you met at a bar and right. you had a one night stand. And, the only and person bo- you can blame is like the bouncer. Is, is the bouncer. Yeah. So the the problem with the the internet dating is maybe you have mutual friends, but no one talks to those mutual friends, so there's no accountability. Yeah. So guys are left to say, yeah, I don't really, you know, who do I have to answer to except this one girl who I don't even know. But you know what else I feel like is a really big problem is that it's like this new wave feminism, like everyone, like women for themselves. Mm. Yeah, I'm all about that. Trust me. Sure. But I think when it comes to dating, everyone's pretty much traditional. Like guys should pick you up. Guys should pay for the meal. Guys should do this. And things like Bumble are confusing because it's yeah. supposed to be like a women's platform, but you still want those same like traditional chivalrous Listen, values. Listen, when you smell a steak, 
you, you salivate. It's human. When right. a girl has a guy make a plan, she gets a little wet. Right. You know, like this, 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 this is uh, this is all part of when a, when a girl says, oh, you're so funny to a guy, he gets a little hard. It's yeah. all, this is all natural human emotions. And it's like traditional, like gender roles. Which is totally fine. Which is supposed we, to exist in 2017 anymore. But they do exist and admitting to them is, is, is the, the first, first step. step. Yes, Jinx. exactly. And I just think, I don't think, but I'm also not against these apps. And I do no. understand with this guy, what we're saying is be a man, send the message and also move on under and move on because th- dude, you're, this is your fourth chance. I also think if it fizzled out over text, sometimes that happens for a reason. Yes. And sometimes it's maybe this isn't the match and you're just into the face. But also just like think of all the time he took to write you this email when he could have just been writing one DM and moved on with his life. The DM should be. They could be here, dating right now. You have to admit to be this being weird while also pursuing yes. her. So See, that is what's most important because yeah. at the end of the day it is really weird to DM someone in the hopes of like hooking up or, or like becoming in a relationship. So once you acknowledge the weirdness yes. then you both realize that you're both like cool people. Absolutely. It's it's being self-aware. So as you say to her you look you say to her Hey, um, we've met a few times before. I know this is weird. Just wanted to say what's up. Would love to get drinks and try and figure out this saga that we're living in. And you admit to the longness of it and the the ridiculousness of it. And then you're also making the plan, which is great example. Some, one of my sisters got a DM for someone she actually really dated for a decent amount of time and he just randomly was like I know this is super weird I think you're really pretty like we went to the same high school I know yeah. the same amount of people as you like sorry to like weirdly DM you but like would you want to get drinks so, like the fact that he acknowledged that it was weird but also made it seem like he's cool he went to the same high school like we're, we know each other's mutual friends yeah. it was like oh he's not that weird it's the acknowledgement sandwich the acknowledgement exactly. you gotta go acknowledge Here's the proposition. Acknowledge again. Yeah. No, this is weird, but I saw you walking down the street earlier today. <laughs> no, thought you looked good. Weird. Well, well, but at that's least you're acknowledging it. That's really saw you walking down the street today. We went to high school together. I uh, figured I would reach out. Uh, we want to get drinks this week. I know I'm not a weirdo, but this is kind of weird. Because at the end of the day, if you're a girl and you get a DM and the overall message is just like someone thinks you're cute and wants to take you out for drinks, there's nothing the you're wor- ever going to feel but flattered. Flattered and... Yeah, it's only creepy if he's ugly. 100%. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Girl with, Girl with No Job on all platforms. Claudia, it's such a pleasure to have you. I feel like we're yeah. really, we're, we're banging these out. We are. I, and th- I think we're giving some stellar advice. Stellar. stellar. Uh, per use. Breaking up with a girl because I hate her family. Ooh. There's, you're never going to win. Never going to win. Ever. Papa T.D. Freed. I've been dating my girlfriend for almost a year now, and she's an amazing person, but her family makes me want to hang myself. Her mother is the most negative human I've ever met. I don't even think I've had a conversation with her where she isn't complaining about something, mostly her ex-husband, but she throws in a nice variety of racism and politics in there, too. It's bad enough she tries to get my girlfriend to choose sides in their divorce, but she's trying to get me to do also. My girlfriend and I are four hours away from each other and she lives with her mom. So seeing her when I visit is unavoidable with me being Um, the only one who is the income to pay for everything. I can't afford to stay with her at hotels and Airbnbs constantly. It's making me uh, me resent seeing my girlfriend and not wanting to make an effort to make the trip anymore. I don't want to I don't want to deal with it anymore. So I think I have to end it. But how do I end it with a girl who otherwise is pretty great? I can't see myself ever marrying into this family. And the mom also said, if my girlfriend were to ever move out of town, that she would follow. (laughs) I feel bad for my girlfriend for having to deal with this. But 
I don't see why I should stay on a second ship any longer. Appreciate the advice. I just want to say this is really specific. And if the girl is listening, she 100% knows that her boyfriend emailed you. Of course. Parents are getting divorced. They're four hours away. Yeah. <laughs> the mom said this. Very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all. This is, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of information. See, like this sucks because when you first read the subject, I was like, oh, the parents or the family's mean to him. And that sucks. And if the, you know, if the girlfriend's family hates you, you're done. But it seems like they're not doing anything to him. He just like, as a third party perspective, despises the family. He sees that this is like, ugh. Ugh, I'm stepping away from this. But you know, it kind of depends. There are some people who like get married and their husband, like they don't really integrate their families. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like Ben is a part of my family. Like sure. if he hated my family, it wouldn't have worked out. Of course. So it kind of just depends what kind of relationship they're going for. You really can't have a relationship where the families are just separate. But if the mom is never going to leave the daughter's side, then you have a problem. Yeah, I agree with you. It's, um, I think this is also, I think she has to grow up. The kid. The, the girlfriend. Yeah, I and I think the only way she grows up is if you kind of put, you don't make any changes until something happens. Like, you know, you know, you go to the gym and you sweat and then you, you, you know, you get look, skinny. get skinny. You, you know, you, all these things, all hardness leads to betterness. So yeah. it's for her, it's going to suck when you guys break up, but you need to say to her, it sounds like there's more issues with her and the family than he's even saying. Right. And it also sounds like, being four hours away fucking sucks. That's also yeah. another issue in your relationship you're not talking about. You need to say, also, she needs to move out of her parents' house. She yeah. needs to go get a job. You you said you have the income to yeah. be able, and she maybe she it. needs to be a little more, more self-sufficient. Yeah, like, so maybe I, she's the problem. Yeah, it sounds like that to yeah. me. So like, I see something like this and I'm like, listen, dude, I know there's a lot of great people that you're going to date. Not everyone's going to be the one. You got to, you got to bite the bullet and don't, when you break up with her, you don't say, Listen, your mom fucking sucks because then that will be fucking <laughs> miserable for her. And together, the mom knows that you hate her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all you say is, hey, uh, this relationship, I'm growing out of this relationship. Yeah. And you live far away and I'm looking to grow up as an adult. And I think we both need to grow up a little bit to be able to find the right person for us. Because, listen, there's a lot of people you're going to like that aren't going to be the one. And, yeah. and that's okay. You're... You're you're a good person. I'm a good person. This isn't the good match. That's yeah. really the end of the story. But I think for her, the only way she says to the mom, "Listen, you're becoming a like a problem in my life," is if you're not there to sustain her. Right, and that's like not an option. And it's also just like I find it so frustrating when there are people like my age or like my generation who don't work for whatever reason it is. Yeah. I don't care how rich you like. People who don't work and coming from girl with no job, ironically, <laughs> it's fucking frustrating. Just like do yeah. something, even if it's like the dumbest thing ever, like start your own jewelry business. I don't care. So like Get I, would on never, I would never be able to date someone who like had absolutely no well, drive or ambition. Drive is really the, the most important thing. And, and right now what he's seeing with her, he's like, hey, she just fucking sits there and takes it. Right. And it's like if she, and if she had a job, maybe she could come visit me. Why yeah, do I have to drive four hours? This every is weekend? the thing. And you say to her, listen, I feel like our lives are standstill right yeah. now and we need to move on. It seems like this relationship is DOA. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I want to do, let's do a hypothetical. (laughs) Okay, ready? Dearest Father Train, would you rather every time you went to take a piss completely miss initially or every time you went to take, put toothpaste on your toothbrush, have it fall off? Um, the second one because the first one sounds like it would you're like whoever you end up marrying is gonna have to clean it up and just to save that woman from cleaning well, up. Well, hold your on, urine. women are just as bad as men with with yeah, peeing like, everywhere. But no, that is just not true. If you're sitting on the bowl, but what you can't it, technically miss public bathrooms. Yeah, well, a girl comes out of it's like a water balloon. My sister off. Jackie has the most brilliant theory that she's really trying to change the world with. Okay, and honestly, if all the women 
just sat. Oh, then we'd be okay. We'd be okay. What are you going to catch from a butt? This, this, right. You know? no, you're going to catch a lot from sprinkled urine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Urine AIDS. is wet. Yeah. Anything wet. But what's wrong with a little skin A rug? butt, right. yeah. So if we all just sat, we would all get along. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's brilliant, honestly. That I, I think the toothpaste falling off isn't a big enough deal for me. No, you just pick it right back up. Pick it up, put it back on. I don't know. I'm going with the toothpaste falling. Yeah, but like every morning, like when I wake up, I'm fucking pissed. Like yeah. I'm awake. Every morning, it's a, it's annoying to be alive. I'm already peeing on the seat a good amount. Right. So like to have it be every time. Yeah. Is it every time you pee or just in the morning? Every time you pee. For the no, sake see, of, see how many times. And there's pee? no sitting to pee. Okay, so like four or five times is when. How many times do you pee a day? Like, I don't know. A lot. Uh, five. Wait, so if it's every time, that's five times a day something annoying happens to you. But the toothpaste, like once or twice, depends how disgusting you are. Yeah, and the toothpaste doesn't get you in trouble. Right. The pee on the seat, like if I have a girl over, she's like, what is wrong with this guy? Like if I forget to clean it up. And that's also a health hazard. Health hazard. So. Toothpaste for sure. How much time we got left here? We're at 45. Let's do one more email. Go. I think we should go. Maybe go to a lady email. Oh, I love ladies. Okay. Ready? Curry problem. Oh, God. Here we go. Hi, J-Train. I really love the podcast. My married sister kept telling me to listen to you for years, and, it, and as she has no help regarding dating advice, and I always kept putting it off. I apologize for the oversight, as you are now my go-to podcast during the workday. I'm a lady listener, so please cue the music. Down to business. My ex-boyfriend is Indian and left me to go have an arranged marriage back in March. It's been difficult, heartbreaking to go through. I did as suggested and cut all ties and blocked him and started dating other dudes. Here's the issue. He's back in the USA and he keeps reaching out on various mediums that I had not originally blocked to talk to me. I finally had a relapse and spoke to him and saw him. He says he's fucked up and wants to get a divorce and be with me. He also says his mother doesn't hate me any longer and would be willing to accept me in their family. His mother sent me an email before the marriage basically telling me that I'm the white devil and that I could never be accepted in their family. I'm hesitant to believe all of this, which leads me to my question. What do I do? Believe him and give him some sort of uh, give him uh, time to sort this all out. Keep moving on and dating other brown dudes. I'm super Indian into Indian and Middle Eastern <laughs> gentlemen. Stop dating brown dudes as it seems brown has only let me down. Or any other options that yourself and the esteemed guests might be able to uh, have are greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Hope to see you in Houston one day. What do you think? That's fucking wild. I have no wild. experience with arranged marriages. So any advice I give is completely... Well, well hold on. You uh, think... Are you of the Jewish faith? I am. What about boy with no job? Yes. Yes. It's not arranged. Not arranged, but was that important to you? Yeah. Would you have married not Jewish? No. So you have some understanding of this situation? Yeah, but I can't understand. I can't relate to it. I can't want to be a part of a family that would ever like literally arrange marriage. Yeah. That's insane. No offense. I, I mean, it's some of it. I watched this documentary once where they like it was a guy with like uh, talking about it was about arranged marriage. It's like uh, one of those. Netflix ones and I was mm-hmm. like and like they work out at the same rate <laughs> the non-arranged ones work out no, and you're like sure. oh this is this is we're going through all this for well, this because shit if you're literally submissive enough to let your parents arrange your yeah. marriage you're not going to be like so outspoken enough to get a divorce yeah you're in it for life this is true I'm sure they have a very high success rate what should she do 
uh, move on to another Indian man. Yeah, just or keep, Middle Eastern. I, I think go with what you're into. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm not saying she should leave the, the community. Yeah, that's the look you're into. You're going to be... She wants al- 10 children. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go I, for it. I think, <laughs> I think going back to him, right... Here's with anybody that comes to you and is like, I need you back. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, I need you back. And it's like, it's too much. Too little, too late, bro. It's too little, but it's also like the, the idea of like, the idea of like, okay, this is too much a, a fairy tale. Right. You're not living in reality. This isn't 27 dresses. No, this isn't. This is one dress that you got <laughs> for another girl that it wasn't me. Totally. So I, I think for him, he's looking for outs. Yeah. He doesn't like his life. He doesn't like it. And you aren't necessarily, you're just an escape. You're the tunnel he can go through to get away from his family and get away from his arranged marriage. She should be insulted. She should be insulted, but she should also just move away from that. And you should say to him, stop contacting me. I need to get over you and go with other brown dudes. That's what I can't even deal with when people are like, they broke up with you and you're trying to live your life and now they come back and you're not interested. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to move on with my life the, when you're up my ass all the this time? This is the problem. The easiest person to go back to is the one you just came from. Right. And that's, and because that's someone who's already said yes to you. Yeah, but the one, when the one who's just came from is trying to better herself and like move on. It's really no, it's cool. frustrating. It's, it's not cool. And it's also for him to say, Oh, my mom's cool with you now after she sent her a mean email. Right. He doesn't know that. And he needs to be single for at least five years before he can come back. Totally. And dating white women, dating other women that uh, that make her mom, you need to not be the battering ram for him getting into his American Americanized lifestyle. Yeah, and I feel like something that a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to breakups, relationships are just like friendships is like once we're broken up, like I talk shit about you to like my sisters totally. and my parents, like You've been you defamed. You can't come back from that. Yeah. And it's it's just for her when she's like, and I understand the temptation. She's like, I haven't found the, the guy that I like as much as him. You're going to find that guy. Right. That guy's going to come along. But right now with this situation, you are not as, he's not into you as much as the escape. Yeah, but you know You what? get him away I, from his, you get him away from his new arranged yeah. marriage. You get him away from his mom. You are a device. You're not a person. But I feel like we should know a little bit more about our, our lady because, sure. you know, if she's, you know, pushing, you know, 35, wants to have kids, she doesn't necessarily want to give up a viable sperm option, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I, I, there's so, we live in 2017. You can, there are options. You can figure out a way. She can go get an Indian kid and be in love with that kid the way That's she's, true. you know, go, go, buy. she can channel her Indian affection towards yeah, a child. Yeah, to a child. So, I think it's an even better idea. I think for her, this is uh, what, these guys who come back and girls who come back are their mirage. Yeah. They're something that looks like a good idea, but they rarely ever are. Completely agree. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Claudia, thank you so much for coming It's been on. a true pleasure. It's been so nice to meet you. A fan, girl with no job, morning breath every day on Facebook every Live day. and Instagram Live. We're going to come right back with some news. We'll be right back. It is summertime, and you got to get that body hot. Oh, so hot. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. It's Beachbody season, and Beachbody On Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly affected world-class workouts. I've talked about it before, um, but this is great. It's like Netflix for workouts, and 
They have extensive nutritional content, all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals. With step-by-step program guides, workout calendars, comprehensive nutrition plans, and innovative portion control-focused cooking show, Fixate and the motivation and support of a growing community. Beachbody On Demand is the total package. They got Pio, P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25. It's all those programs that you see on TV that can just help you out. And that you're like, well, if I just had it, now it's on your TV. You can just pick it out. So they got over 600 different workouts, 100 different recipe videos. It's great. I, I've used it, and it's great in the house. You get it in, get it done. Half the time, half the battle of the gym is getting there. This makes it so your home is the gym. There goes half the battle. So it already has over a, over a million members. Holy shit. Your, your listeners can claim a free trial membership. So this is for us, people. J Train listeners, text J Train so that it, here's the offer. Text J Train to 303030. 30, 30. Text J Train to 303030 30, and get full access to this entire platform for free. Get a free trial. Text J Train to 303030. 30, 30. Get full access to this entire platform. That's 600 different workouts, 100 different recipe videos. Go do it now. Hey guys, welcome back. Claudia, thank you for coming on. This is so fantastic. It was truly like the greatest 45 minutes of my life. I knew it would be. Yeah. I had a feeling. I had a feeling we'd hit it off. We did. And I knew the betches and a referral. They would never steal. A fix up. A setup. A setup. Like this is said. what it is. Let's do some more hypotheticals. I enjoyed Let's. those with you. If you had to feel the next day pain of a specific muscle group every day, which would it be? Legs, abs, or arms? arms and i have a really good reason why go for it because as much as i wouldn't like to I, s- I have to use my legs like i walk places yes um you could relax the arms right my belly my core i yeah. laugh so much because i just think i'm hilarious yeah. i was like laughing at things sure so that would be painful i'm the laziest fuck in america like i'd rather i would send someone to get me a soda on postmates rather than get it myself and like pick up my soda myself of course so i really don't feel like i need to use my arms that much just my fingers for my phone i, I think arms yeah and you can rest your arms on a table while right. you use your fingers exactly. for your phone yeah that's that's the move for me i i legs I'll get leg soreness and I walk like I am like on the way to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And that's really the issue. And that's like the it's embarrassing. It's em- it yeah. Is. It, I can hide the <clears throat> arm pain right and get away with it. Uh, Shelby, you have any opinions here? Yeah, I'd go with uh, arm pain. Bro. The arm pain too. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's a it's a it's a can I live my life type of thing. Would you rather have any alcohol you consume be ten times as potent for oh. just you? Or produce farts that are a hundred times as potent to everyone else. Everyone else. I could live. Breathe through my mouth. So you're farting. It's, and, no, it's fine. And it's a hundred times worse to everyone else. Oh, sorry. I misunderstood. Say it again. It's alcohol be ten times as potent for you. You would save so much money. Yeah, but then it would be... Oh, but So you go to a bar. One beer counts as One beer counts as ten beers. Okay. Or you go to a bar and you fart and it's 10 farts. Oh, my God. The alcohol thing. That's easy. That's a easy. gift. That's a gift from God. From God. From wh- I'm saving calories, so much money. Money. Yeah, calories. I'm that's very a big... down. What do you think, Shelby? I go to the... I do fart. You do the fart. Why? Even bu- still. In a busy bar. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> then just so it becomes your weapon. You've you weaponized your leave, fart. Go to the other side. Just see what happens. Okay. Ready? Would you rather... Wake up having stolen a police cruiser. Oh, shit. Wake up in your boss's bed with his wife as you hear him approaching the room. Oh, my God. 
wake up to a phone call from an ex tell you she's pregnant with your child. She could be using she could be using golden Florida pee. I don't even know what that means. May your nuts forever be feathered. What do you think of those three? They're all fucking terrible. I think the boss one, because like the worst thing that can happen is you lose your job. Yeah. Jobs suck anyway. Probably did you a favor. The boss is bad. I mean, he might murder you. Right. What do you think, Shelby? I do the cop car. The cop car? I've all I've always had like a fantasy about grabbing a cop's gun or maybe <laughs> Wait, what? jumping in a cop car. <laughs> that sounded a little Just good. Just that <laughs> crazy, like, what if I actually did this? That's true. Yeah. The cop car, you could just pay out. Like, right. you're not going to, like, go to jail post for bail, eight years. Yeah. You just post bail. Bounce. You deal with it. Um, that's the one that I think allows <clears throat> embarrassment. Yeah, but. No, I stand by my, my boss. I'm going with the cop car. Okay. Let's do one more. You ready? Yep. We'll go straight. Now, would you would you take a kick to the nuts every year if it meant you could have a specific physique that didn't need to be maintained? Ooh. In other words, get kicked in the balls once a year and never have to watch what you eat or work out. I don't know the other one, but I want this one. I, I want to never have to maintain, never have to work out. No, but this is it. Are you taking? I want it. I'll but, take it, yeah. But you don't have nuts. What do you Well, the, punch whatever. in the tip? doesn't even hurt. I'll take it. You'll take the punch. Yeah. Never. Or if I had balls, I would still do the other still one. Still do the other yeah. I would do the balls too. Once a year. It's, by the way, it's not even that much. He writes, as for me, I'm freezing a bunch of my sperm beforehand <laughs> then getting my annual foot to the gonad. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I, I think um, I'm going. 100%. 100%. I would make it a party every year. Come to yeah. my nut. Everyone come Party. watch. And then I would live stream it and i get so many followers. One time, yeah, that would be a good live stream. that's what it's really about. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. What would you do, Shelby? Imagine it's like Captain America, but he's um, like getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah. I do that. It's a display, Absolutely. an expi- exhibition. And I don't even care what type of like physical, emotional pain I'm going to be going through because I'm skinny. So yeah. It's everything the only thing Everything will feel better than that. Also, here's the, the best. I've The funniest thing I ever saw was a guy getting kicked in the nuts. I was at a tailgate and we were playing this game where someone would hold out a can at shoulder length and then people were running up to kick the can to see if they could do it. And one dude ran up and like no one thought of it. You know, the, the hidden in plain sight is right. the funniest thing I've ever seen. So this guy's holding up the can at shoulder length. His legs are at like a V and this one dude just <laughs> ran up and kicked him straight in the nuts. Uh. And I have never laughed harder in my entire life. So well, I want... We would all enjoy watching you yes. kick in the nuts. So, so it's a pl- it's a- my kick in the nuts every year would be a surprise. You could sell tickets. I would have somebody surprise me, but like I'd give them money to like set it up in a way that it could be taped. Right. So then, you know, then we go viral. Then right. We, you know, then we're a girl money. with no job. Exactly. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Claudia, thank you so much for coming no, thank on. Thank you. Such a pleasure. A pleasure. Claudia Oshry, uh Girl with no job on all, platforms, on all platforms. Morning breath. Go check her out. She's fantastic. Shelby, thank you for coming on, doing some yeah. hypos. Uh, at Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms, except for Instagram, where I'm at Jared Freed. We're here every episode, every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.